Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Tuesday, February 7th. It is six minutes after 10, and you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. What are you giggling at? <laughs> what Abdul just did? Yes, Abdul is the only person who would, who would do this, and it's such an Abdul move. So Ethan, mm-hmm. who does the Saturday night on The Circle Show, which airs 7 to 9 on Saturdays, is a phenomenal artist. Yes. And we have featured at many points his drawings of various political figures, or sometimes it's even us. Uh, the the uh, picture he did of Todd Young as the Duke of Spendingburg mm-hmm. was a fairly famous one. He, de- he did a giant one of Eric Holcomb as Eric the Red or Eric the whatever. Yeah, and uh, it's still out there. It is still out there and is phenomenal. Anyway, so he did one of Abdul, or he was in the process of doing one for Abdul. There's a whiteboard that sits behind us. Mm-hmm. And he was in the process that Duke of Spendingburg had been up there since like September. And so he was in the process of doing one uh, for Abdul, I guess, because, you know, Abdul is running for mayor or whatever. And it appears Ethan's not done with it, no. but he was like opening up his, it's Abdul's <laughs> face and he's opening up like a suit jacket. And I'm sure it's going to have like the Superman, Superman. logo yeah. in there because Abdul loves Superman. So Abdul walks in here and this is the most Abdul thing ever. Instead of looking at it and going, oh my gosh, that's so nice. great. I'm so flattered that he yeah. would be doing that. He goes, uh. I don't look like that. Yeah, my face looks a little fat there. And he starts <laughs> altering. <laughs> he did. But when Abdul was done, it looked like he had the mumps. Yes. But I, so I said, so you'd rather have uh, your your jaw is like out of whack, but mm-hmm. at least your face doesn't look chubby anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. It's not done. We'll, Nothing, have to, we'll have to wait until Ethan finishes <laughs> it. Says, Thanks for all your effort, like me just doctoring the... <laughs> All the, All the hard in. work you did. I'm going to go over here and just change it really yeah. quick. And he did. He got the eraser out and started erasing. Okay, let's talk about uh, what happened in Montana with that balloon. So the Montana governor, he said that he was not briefed on the China spy balloon as it crossed over big sky aerospace. He was on Tucker Carlson and he said he wasn't told about the situation until the balloon had reached the state's largest city, which is Billings, which is hundreds of miles from the western border of Idaho. So there was plenty of time for him to be briefed by the time it got to Billings. However, it wasn't. He said it had already flown near Maelstrom Air Force Base and the ICBM silos. So we've got uh, all of these sites, right? And there's passing satellites, which go over this space all the time. The balloon really wasn't there long enough to observe any patterns of life. So what useful information were the Chinese actually trying to get with this balloon? Well, you don't know. But the, the bigger story here is the fact the lack of consultation mm-hmm. with heads of state. Right. So this thing, which nobody knows what it is, nobody knew what was in it, nobody knew exactly what component there was to it, is, you know, not to make light, but I mean, is it going to be like something out of Independence Day where the thing opens up and, you know, fires a missile at at something? You, you know, obviously in Montana, there's a huge nuclear slash military component to mm-hmm. that state and to not consult 
with the governor, right? Mm -hmm. To tell him, hey, look, here's what we think it is. Here's what our estimation is. Here's, you know, the different options we're exploring with it. We're not asking you to broadcast that to the world, but the idea that you do not tell the person who is responsible for the safety of the citizens of that state, there's zero communication. That's really disturbing. Well, I mean, what if this balloon had the capability or still does? We don't know. Maybe it does have that or it did have that capability to send out some sort of electric pulses to stop the electric grids across the country. Now, you, you, you have no idea. And this was so poorly thought through. And again, it comes back to, and we talk about this all the time with government. It is a total lack of transparency and communication with the public at large to say, look, we're doing this because what they do throughout the whole process, they deflected, they gave half answers. And then once they get over through the entire country and it gets over water, yeah, we shot it down for your safety. Mm -hmm. What? What? Are you feeling safe now? You could have shot it down over Montana when you first found out about it, and everyone other than maybe a cow and a horse would have been just fine. So Matt Rosendale is, I believe he's the representative from Montana, because Mm -hmm. obviously representatives are proportioned based on population, and I think Montana is one of the states that only has one. I could be wrong on that, but he's one of a couple at most. Anyway, he was on Newsmax, and he was talking about Biden's response to the spy balloon. This uh, Chinese spy balloon, uh, this thing hovered above the state of Montana, uh, above some very sensitive information. You guys know that we have Mounts from Air Force Base that's responsible for 140 ICBMs to protect our nation. And I truly don't believe that the administration would even have told us about it had it not been for the uh, folks of Montana recognizing this thing in the sky and, and making all of these reports. We'd had some. Uh, uh, airports that had stopped flights for several hours in, in Billings and Bozeman. And so the folks knew something was was up, literally. Uh, and as they started searching the sky, they saw this. We had uh, Larry Meyer from the Billings Gazette. He used to be a photographer there. Right. Actually took some photographs of it and turned it in. So uh, the, the problem continues to be that this administration won't recognize the threat of the Chinese Communist Party that it poses on America, and they're trying to keep all of this information from American citizens. Yeah, so there's really, there's nothing new about superpowers spying on each other. I mean, we've known that's been going on for a long time with espionage and the CIA. But the problem here for everyone citizens and the government is that Americans saw it this time. Right. We saw it. Right. And that's where it became an issue. So Ned Price, by the way, I love the name Ned Price. It sounds like a Simpsons character because I think it was Ned Flanders from mm-hmm. The Simpsons. So every time I hear the name Ned Price, I think of The Simpsons. He is a, a spokesperson for the State Department. Mm. And uh, even he admitted out loud which I can't believe they let him do this, because China's story is, well, this was an accident. Mm -hmm. This thing just floated off course. Uh, You know, yeah, nothing to see here. Even Ned Price admitted, and this is really important, I'll tell you why in a second, that there's no chance this balloon from China was an accident. Just on those statements you just made, um, have you guys ruled out an accident or incompetence when it comes to the balloon on the part of the Chinese? 
John, I think uh, those explanations just uh, ring hollow to us. They ring as hollow uh, as the idea that this was uh, some sort of uh, weather balloon. So he's admitting, this is important, Casey. Mm -hmm. So he is admitting, as a spokesman for the Biden administration, he is admitting that this is there is no chance that this thing actually veered off course or was a miscalculation or whatever that it was a deliberate act by the chinese government to send a an information gathering device a spy device espionage mm-hmm. in broad daylight across this country and you let them get away with it mm-hmm. he's admitting that they knew what it was they know what it is and they let them get away with it it's a test right it's a test, but also I'm guessing that it isn't just thing data just collected in that thing and, oh, you didn't get it back, so you're screwed. I'm pretty sure China probably thought that through. You don't know where it went. Maybe it went to another Hunter Biden laptop. We have no idea. And he admitted right there, we let him get away with it. So the thing, like I mentioned last hour, it had propellers and a rudder on it. It didn't just waft (laughs) anywhere it wanted to go based on the jet stream. Completely intentional. And the Chinese vice foreign minister said China will resolutely safeguard the legitimate rights and interests of the concern and reserves the right to make further responses if necessary they're saying that they can respond because we shot down a spy balloon that was over our sovereign country all right casey when we come back i have a i saw this story yesterday and i want to ask you about this because i am curious when you put yourself out on the internet and tell people look at me Mm -hmm. what right do you have when people look at you Mm. and then take your images for their own bidding (laughs) this is a i was totally blown away by this story Mm -hmm. and it is one of the stories in which i really feel sympathetic on one hand for these people but i also have several questions about this all right you're listening to kendall and casey on 93 wibc life is so much more than a diagnosis it's about sharing time with those you love hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning, it is 18 minutes after 10, and you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Kevin's doing a really nice job on the music today. Mm-hmm. Last couple days haven't been too great, but he's really done a nice job today. Hitting today. all the right notes. Yeah. <laughs> today he's doing good. So trending this morning is Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. I don't know if you saw them at the Grammys the other night, but there was one point where the cameras were on them, although I don't believe they knew it, and Ben whispered something in J-Lo's ear, and she looked like she snapped at him and gave him a mom sort of... He probably... Set up straight. Pay attention. He probably told her taxation is theft. (laughs) You think? I'm sure that's exactly what he told her. It's also being reported this morning by Deadline that Yellowstone may replace Kevin Costner with Matthew McConaughey after this season. Oh, here we go, Casey. Here we go. I know you're a super fan of the show. What do you think? Is is Kevin Costner done? I am anything but a super fan. I am... uh, I, I told you over Christmas, because I, w- I was forced to take two 
weeks off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, that I burned through uh, all of Yellowstone four years. I've not seen the current season, but okay. the previous four years. And I had all sorts of problems with like how they would present government stuff. Like within a day, this person is appointed attorney general. This person's running for God. You know, it, that was ridiculous. But this happens all the time in shows where because it's such a cash cow, they can't let it go when the guy or the thing or the person goes. Like Two and a Half Men is a great example with uh, mm-hmm. Charlie Sheen. Because it was such a cash cow, we're not willing to let it go, but Charlie Sheen is the show, but we're not willing to let it go, so we're going to replace the main character. In this case, it was Ashton Kutcher mm-hmm. replaces Charlie Sheen. Well, that's ridiculous, and they're going to do it here because apparently Kevin Costner kind of has realized, hey, I'm a movie star and I'm still doing television. And even though it's a super popular TV show, I'm a movie star and I'm still doing television. Replacing a movie star with another movie star, though. Which is the exact thing that happened with uh, Charlie Sheen and Ashton Kutcher. Okay, now I don't know if you've heard this, but apparently there is AI of Donald Trump floating Uh out and uh, it's him reading The Three Little Pigs. (laughs) It was created by a bot that can mimic someone's voice after analyzing just 20 seconds of audio. Mm -hmm. So we have it for you. I've heard it. It's not the best. You tell me what you you think once upon a time there was an old mother pig who had three little pigs and not enough food to feed them. the frog so when they were old enough she sent them out into the world to seek their Donald fortunes Trump. is that jordan peterson the first doing little Donald pig Trump? was very lazy he didn't want to work at all and he built his house out of straw the second little pig worked a little bit harder but he was somewhat lazy too and he built his house out of stick then they sang and danced and played together the rest <laughs> of the day the third little pig worked hard all day. Okay, and stop, built his stop, house stop, 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 stop. I can't. That's ridiculous. Who would believe that? Yeah, that Who sounds, would believe that's Donald Trump? That sounds like a Canadian doing a very lackluster yeah, it's, impression. It's like of if Trump. Jordan Peterson had d- tried to do an impersonation of Donald Trump. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, People are actually okay. believing that's Donald Trump. Well, that just goes to show you what AI can do, but. It's also the world of deep fakes, which are happening all the time now. Now, here's the thing, Casey, and I think this is because, as you know, I have uh, 2010 vision. Mm -hmm. Like, I was so good the last time I had an eye test, I got to the bottom thing, and the eye guy, whatever his name is. The optometrist? Optometrist, yes. I don't think it's covered on my insurance anymore, so I don't don't do that. But he was like, nobody makes it to the final line. So, I think this is because my eyes are so good, I can still spot most of the deep fakes. Like, they're still, they're really good, like Mm -hmm. the Tom cruise ones mm-hmm. that were out the people were gushing over to me there's still something that just looks a little off ever so slightly off that mm-hmm. someone without immaculate vision such as myself would not notice but i will i have no doubt they will get to the point where they can fake these to the point where you can't tell which brings us yes. to our next story okay so there are growing calls for laws against deep fake technology and this is following a scandal that rocked the twitch influencers what so- is what is what is twitch i've no idea what this is. So what this is this? is where people game online, right? Yeah. What do you mean they game online? They play their video games and they play against each other and it's a recording of it and you can watch or follow or... Wait, wait, yeah, wait. I think it's like you can have a subscription service mm-hmm. that you, wait, you watch t- your favorite gamers. Time out. You're telling me someone would pay money to watch someone else play a video game? Mm-hmm. Like, if I were to get on my original Nintendo Entertainment System, which I still have, which is the only <laughs> video gaming console that I have, and I played Super Mario Brothers... Someone would pay money to watch Rob Kendall play Super Mario Brothers. Well, maybe not watch Rob Kendall, but yeah, there are people out there who are doing Why would that. you do this? <laughs> Get tips and tricks on how to play? 
Is that this seems like a your generation thing? Is I'm it not, why I'm not really into this myself? I think it's people a little bit younger than me, mm-hmm. like more Gen Z mm-hmm. type. They pay money mm-hmm. to watch people play video games. Yeah. Okay. So whatever this Twitch thing is, and by the way, again, if you see something from me that appears to be on a social media other than uh, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, it is a deep fake because I am not getting any more social media. I have enough social media. Mm-hmm. I fear technology. So if you ever see Rob Kendall doing anything anywhere other than Instagram, Twitter, or uh, Facebook, it is, uh, I can assure you, a definite fake Twitch. What a terrible name. Anyway, whatever. Apparently, people use this thing. Mm-hmm. And the new, so, so it would be fair to say you are putting yourself out there if you are on Twitch. Like, you are telling people, look at me. Watch right? Me. It's not some super invasion of privacy if people are looking at you. You're doing it willingly. Well, apparently, there are women mm-hmm. who are on this Twitch thing, and some of them, I guess, are on there because they are well assembled is that the thing yeah and and so now but they don't want to be on there they but were, they clearly do want to be on there well, they're they were, they're, te- they're on the app. Are you talking about twitch right yeah like, i'm talking about yeah. i'm talking about twitch they're telling people pay money to look at me right yeah okay so apparently now the new deep fake thing is these twitch women are big enough twitch women are big enough <laughs> that people gawk at them or fantasize about them or whatever that there is now deep fake pornography being made involving these Twitch mm-hmm. women. Right. And the Twitch women are very upset about this. And one, is it Twitcher? Is that what they go by? Twitchy? Sure. Twitching? I have no idea. Twitchers. Somebody who's like making that. money on Twitch, a mm-hmm. Twitcher, mm-hmm. named Cutie Cinderella. Of course. Is very, of course, because doesn't that breed, per, just, uh, just reek of professionalism? Very professional. Um, yeah. Cutie Cinderella is very upset that her, <laughs> her Twitch image is being used for pornography deepfakes. If you are able to look at women who are not selling themselves or benefiting off of being seen sexually, they're not benefiting, they're not selling it, they're not platforming it themselves. If you are able to look at that, you are the problem. You see women as an object. You should not be okay doing that. And it should not be a part of my job to have to pay money to get this stuff taken down. It should not be part of my job to be harassed, to see pictures of me nude spread around. It should not be something that is found on the internet. It shouldn't be, That's that shouldn't be a part of my job. And the fact that it is, is exhausting. Okay, so I have a, several questions about this. We have a couple voicemails next segment, but before we get to those voicemails, I would like to ask you mm-hmm. as a, a public figure, mm-hmm. I would like to ask you as a broadcaster, I would like to ask you as a woman a couple questions about what we just heard. Oh, boy. Be, because I think you are far more qualified to answer these questions than I am, because I'm a man and nobody cares what I think. Okay. I'm a, I'm a man. Okay. <laughs> it's been very, very clear to me over the years. Uh, but I think, I think I have several questions about this. I think our audience would have them as well. And so I'd like to ask you about that when we come back. <laughs> when we come back? Yes. Okay. Give me a minute to prepare. Uh, just for the record, I'm not on Twitch. It's 1026. <laughs> it's Kennelly Casey on 93 WIBC. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 317-684-8444. That's the phone number for your voicemails. And we're going to see if we uh, get to those in just a minute. It is 1033 with Kennelly Casey on 93 WIBC. Okay, before we get to the voicemails, I think this is an interesting enough conversation that we need to have because it's a new frontier and I don't know anything about technology. And so uh, I wanted to bring you in on this because you are a media personality. Mm-hmm. You are a woman. 
woman. Mm -hmm. And so you are, well, not this exact thing. You have experienced some. Something similar. Something similar to what Mm -hmm. we're talking about. And Kevin's a young person and he kind of understands the technology. Yeah. So let's bring you two together like some sort of Captain Planet thing (laughs) and see if we can solve this for me. So last segment, we were talking about what they call the deep fakes, where there, Mm -hmm. there are these. How would I describe this? There are video images that are not real, but they appear to be yeah. real. So like earlier last year, there was ones of Tom Cruise that mm-hmm. where everybody was enamored with. And unless you have perfect 2010 vision like me, you're probably going to have trouble spotting that these are not real things, but they're being presented as real things. Yeah, at first glance, it looks real. Right. Okay. So apparently there is an app called Twitch mm-hmm. in which people pay to watch other people Primarily, but not just play video games. Mm-hmm. And I guess that well, I've they, got, they have gaming finals and yeah. it's like uh, sports, yeah. like competition. But there, are, there are other media personalities who are on Twitch, so I don't mm-hmm. think it's just Twitch. I think basically, this simply you pay to engage with people on the internet, mm-hmm. basically. And just like anything else, it, this this thing has been sexualized to where people have realized or individuals have realized, hey, I'm a good looking woman or, hey, I know a good looking woman. Let's have her do the thing that other people are doing. And we know people would rather look at a hot chick than a fat guy play video games. <laughs> so like this, the, the, apparently now, because these women are so popular, just like any other OnlyFans or whatever, that they are now deep faking these Twitch users mm-hmm. into pornography. Yeah. And again, it is not the actual person engaging in pornography. But it looks like it, But them. it looks like them. And so this one user who goes by the name QT Cinderella mm-hmm. was talking about the experience of finding herself in a deep fake on the internet. If you are able to look at women who are not selling themselves or benefiting off of being seen sexually, they're not benefiting, they're not selling it, they're not platforming it themselves. If you are able to look at that... You are the problem. You see women as an object. You should not be okay doing that. And it should not be a part of my job to have to pay money to get this stuff taken down. It should not be part of my job to be harassed, to see pictures of me nude spread around. It should not be something that is found on the internet. It shouldn't be. That's, that shouldn't be a part of my job. Okay, that's, that's good enough. And the fact- okay, so here is my question to you, Casey, because obviously this woman, if indeed her image is being used and people are profiteering off it, et cetera, it falls into all sorts of legal categories mm-hmm. and she should absolutely sue by whatever legal recourse necessary. Well, that's part of the problem because right now there currently isn't any federal le- uh, legislation to protect people's images from being used without their consent in deep fake. That's part of the problem. But there is, if you're profiteering off someone's image or, uh, and there are certain legal revenue, avenue, revenues, avenues maybe to produce revenue based on if you are presenting something as factual involving someone that is not actually factual. Does that make sense? Yes. But what if they're not profiting off of it? What if they're just doing it for fun? Well, again, if you're presenting something that could be, you could prove this is harmful to me as, you know, my job, whatever, Mm -hmm. 
then I would think there would be an avenue. Now, I guess the problem would be figuring out where that originated from, yes. which is the danger of the internet, which is why, again, tell everybody, if you see uh, anything of me uh, with my clothes are off, it is not uh, It is not me. I uh, will always keep my clothes on because no one wants to see me with my clothes off. Uh, but <laughs> the, the point, okay, so my question to you, though, is she seems, and I think we agreed last segment, there are sh- these female gamers, mm-hmm. many of them, and especially if you're going by the name QT Cinderella, yeah, you are selling, basically, you want to look at me do the thing. So should you be surprised? Because she seems totally perplexed like that this is actually happening. And there's the legal revenue avenue of it, which is, yes, absolutely, you should take all legal recourse. You should sue the hell out of these people. You should get whatever you can. Great. Agree with that. I'm totally sympathetic on that. But you are already, in some capacity, selling yourself and your appearance. And so should you be surprised that in an era, in a world in which we are always trying to one-up each other, we're always going to the next extreme, we are a basically a heathenistic society at this point that lusts for the next greater or bigger high, that people are doing this. This had to be the inevitable thing of the- The, the evolution. The, right. Yeah. Um, so she shouldn't be surprised that it happened, but should she be upset? Yeah, I think she has every right to be upset because she did not put herself out there in that manner. She may be scantily clad. She may have been looking sexy, but she was not doing sexual acts, which is what the deep fake has her doing. So when I was... Uh younger in the early days of the internet there used to be what the and i'm not saying i know this from experience but i think i may know this from experience there were what they would call uh celebrity nudes that everybody knew were fake Mm -hmm. right like a famous one was of julia louis dreyfus Mm -hmm. and that circulated and that was back in the days where it took you 93 minutes to download one photo (laughs) so you really had to be Mm -hmm. selective of what things you chose to download or take a while and Everybody knew, well, most people knew that that was not legitimately Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I don't remember, and it was a fairly famous fake Mm -hmm. nude photo of Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I don't remember her losing her mind about Mm -hmm. that. Like, I don't remember a public thing about Julia Louis-Dreyfus coming out and saying, oh my gosh, there are these fake nudes of me on the internet. Mm -hmm. Is the evolution of this, because, well, that is a still photo that if you look hard enough, you can probably tell it's not her Versus now we are creating essentially hardcore pornography mm-hmm. and it's actual video. Is that where is that the thing? Is that where where it became too much? Right. Because the deep fake technology has gone so much farther and it's so much better than what you're talking about. Right. It's not as obvious that it's not her. I mean, this is a person who probably passed up a lot of money to not have sexual acts out on the internet. And then her likeness is out on the internet doing sexual acts. Right. So she's she didn't make it financially. So yeah, she was she was taken advantage of. Right. So I think that she does have she didn't consent to have those images out there like that. Now I would tell you this happened to me. Not pornography, not this <laughs> level. Uh, so when I was in South Bend, I've never seen Kevin get more attentive on this show. Than well, no. Uh, so when I when I went to, when I was in South Bend and I was working at WSBT TV, I was a lifestyle host. Right. right? The whole point of that was to uh, showcase products and services of clients. Right. And so there was a picture of me and one of the news anchors 
And it was just me and this news anchor. And we were we were dressed very similar that day. Yeah. And I put it out on Facebook. Hey, we're like twinning. Right, sure. Okay. Uh, I don't know, a week to 10 days later, an entirely fake Facebook page came out that said the lesbians of WSBT. Oh, wow. And it was the same exact picture. That's not who I am. That's not my identity at all. Right. So they took my likeness to make something up. Right. And people could have believed that. What did you do? Oh, I let my boss handle it. I mean, he knew I wasn't pleased about it, and neither was he. I think they eventually found out who was creating the fake Facebook account and said, take it down. Right. I don't know if it's still out there or not. I haven't looked for it. So it is really a new frontier, right? And In which you have to, because if you're going to be a public figure, the, the reality is there are very few restrictions on the internet. And I think initially that was probably a really good thing. I think now as we veer further and further into the things we're talking about, Mm -hmm. that the Internet, as society always does, without any sort of rules or regulations, loses control of itself. And it took, you know, the Internet's basically been around in most American homes for, what, 26, 27 years Fair, that's a fairly quick time for it to devolve mm-hmm. to where it has gone. But I think that was probably the inevitable ending, right? Because anytime society is left unchecked, the worst among us is allowed to operate without any sort of restriction. The worst among us will produce the worst among us. So the question becomes now, are we just in a society in which we say, yes, there are legal recourses you can take, but if you're going to be a public figure you have to accept that you're going to have to deal with maybe needing to take those legal recourses or do we need to begin to explore creating some sort of rules and regulations for the internet obviously the libertarian in me which wins out 99 percent of the time says boy that's a really scary idea to start creating regulations on the internet but if indeed these things are happening and people are being violated to the point where they are being their mental health is being Mm -hmm. profoundly impacted Mm -hmm. as it probably would to see this but then what is the expectation to say, okay, if you're going to have legal grievance over this, then where is the limit by which you can sexualize yourself? Is there a reason? These are all things right. that we don't have a handle on in society, and I'm not sure we're willing to have the conversation on. And I think that means that just inevitably society's going to go further down the gutter because we won't actually have an adult conversation about something yeah, like this. Things are moving so fast that right. if you don't do anything, I mean, it's going to get out of control. Yeah, because, I mean, like, you're, you are of the generation where this is now commonplace, right? I'm not, Casey's not, we, I dealt with a little bit different stuff in the terms of I was, you know, in college and coming of age as Facebook, Twitter, et cetera, were becoming things, Mm -hmm. but now the reality is people are making money, they're earning their livings, all sorts of things Mm -hmm. by which the persona of themselves is what they are selling we're literally like we come to work at this radio station every single day. We come here, we do interact with the public, we do have events like a night with WIBC, we go to remote broadcasts, whatever. This person, I don't know if she does or not, she can literally just sit in her bedroom and create whatever persona of her she wants, whatever backdrop, whatever yeah, cause outfit. Yeah, because a lot of Twitch users, they're pretty much putting their whole lives on the exactly. internet. Exactly. Because they're not just playing games. I mean, 
It's everything. So this is all part of the larger conversation. Is that what she has to give up? Right. By putting her entire life out there, this may happen to her. Well, exactly. she has to go into it knowing that. And until we as a society are willing to Mm -hmm. have that conversation, we're just going to end up with things like this, where the radio radio guys have a more in-depth conversation about it than the people who actually have the ability to maybe produce something that would make a better society. By the way, the uh, the person who created this pornographic deep fake of this woman has removed it. He did do an online apology and said that he feels like a total piece of, you know what. Well, he should. Yeah. All right, Hammer's next. We'll, we'll get to, I'll try to get the voicemails next next hour, but I just I really wanted to have that conversation because I think that's super important. Um I, I think I just think it's super important and and um I'm glad we did it. All right. You're listening to Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Good morning. It is 10 minutes in front of 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hammer joins us in the studio. It's the real hammer, not a deep fake hammer. The real deal. <laughs> I'd be creeped out by deep deep fake. Like that was, that seems a little weird to me. The whole time we were having this conversation, I just kept thinking about the picture that I made of Nigel when I put Joy Behar's body on him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody really believed that you was You could have just stopped at Joy Behar's body and I'd be like, oh, oh good right. Lord. <laughs> Haven't had coffee yet. Jeez. <laughs> hey, uh, big night for you guys. It's the State of the Union. Oh, hot damn. This is the greatest night of the year, isn't it? <laughs> this is better than the Super Bowl. This is better than anything else. And if you can't can't tell i'm being sarcastic uh, but you do uh you do bring out the bingo card every state of the union so we've got that up right now if you're going to watch this thing we've given you a reason to follow along like we have been saying ever since we've been on the air various years we watch this crap so you don't have right. to mm-hmm. that's kind of been the motto of the hammer and nigel show we give the people what they want and we will we follow this stuff so you don't have to so we got the bingo card up. It's on our social media, at Hammer and Nigel. And if you don't have social media, you can just go to the website, WIBC.com, look for Hammer and Nigel, and play along with the State of the Union address tonight. <laughs> I, I, think, I think my favorite one is, uh, it's under the eyes, deer and Kevlar vest joke. <laughs> oh, he tells that every speech. Every speech when he's talking about gun control. It, it's not like you see the deer wearing Kevlar vests. And he's says that stupid joke over and mm-hmm. over again. Uh, I love some of these because they will, many of these will actually happen and someone may, might actually get a bingo. Uh, Biden gets someone's name wrong. <laughs> That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Biden has a gross wet cough. That's Ew. going to happen. Checks his watch. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? He's up there and he kind of looks at his watch. I like the one under O. Biden really squints and leans in to see. And then he always does that whisper that's uh, the one thing i forgot to put on the card well the and whisper. there's another one uh how many times is he gonna say for god's sake <laughs> he likes to do that a lot uh and some of these very detail or he did 
did a nice job with this because these are you really put thought into it. Harris Biden administration. That's another famous line from Joe. He puts Kamala first. Uh, you know, and some of these are like free, you have a free space on here, but some of these are free space too because it's like promises free stuff to people. <laughs> that's the whole speech. That doesn't even have to be Joe Biden. That could be any Democrat that's up there. To be honest with you, I think you could. Okay, so under the bees, you've got blames of failure on Russia Ukraine war. You could just blames a failure. <laughs> well, to be specific, we've got that also for Trump too because he's blaming a lot of stuff. Yeah. So we got to see what happens first. Maybe. Maybe he'll do one, not the other. Right. B- Biden stares with mouth open is a strong one. <laughs> Come on, man. Right uh, after the deer with the Kevlar vest joke, he'll sit there with that <laughs> open mouth stare where moths are flying in and out. Uh, and and uh, to your credit, you did update this. It is very timely. Chinese balloon is on the State of the Union bingo card. It is. I don't know if he'll talk about it tonight because it's you know, freaking embarrassing, but uh, it's up there. Hey, uh, congratulations to your boy, the kid that I like, Chris Hammer. <laughs> he got to go to the uh, Beach Grove uh, City Hall yesterday. Is that right? Yeah, they had a little uh, special presentation for the bowling squad, and it was nice. Walked up to the City Hall. You know, they recognized the, the team. Everybody claps, takes a picture, and then uh, we move on. Did he, uh, when he shook hands with the mayor, did he look at the mayor and say, I'm coming for your job? <laughs> Uh, he did not. No, no. And I love you always call Chris the one that you yeah, like. Yeah, that's true. Because for those who don't know, for those who may be new to the Kendall and Casey experience here in the middays, you and my youngest have a rivalry. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, my youngest him. is a freshman, and you and him have been bumping heads for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, he's he was smarter than me at 11, so I felt like we were on a level uh, playing field. Your, your younger boy, he's incredibly brilliant, but... I just don't like him. He's just mouthy. He's very mouthy, and I don't like that. Because Jacob could walk over to you right now, Rob, and straight up do a Ric Flair promo yeah. on you. I've got more money in my alligator <laughs> shoes than you got in your bank account. I could take your mom and your sister home tonight. <laughs> woo! Woo! What's uh, coming up this afternoon? Uh, we're getting it going. The State of the Union Address, plus the biggest stories of the day in Indy. Bingo! Would you say bingo? Thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Woo!